This is John Zaninovich. Welcome to Move My Mass. You'll be hearing from great guests talk about balancing life and being fit. Welcome to the show, Melanie. Thank you. Been looking forward to having you since ever since you announced you're going to do a half Ironman. I feel like I'm important when you say that I announced it. It's, I it's just... a big announcement when you're going to do something like that. Well, I think I felt I needed the accountability, so I had to tell somebody. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> no, that's good. Well, you know, that's the big reason you're here because you are doing that. And so let's just get into it. What, first of all, what made you decide to do a triathlon? And then what made you decide to go straight to a half Ironman? Well, to be honest, I had no intentions of ever doing a triathlon. I was fine with like my at-home bike and just kind of doing that, working out at home. And one of the football moms at my son's high school, after one of the football games, we were just chit-chatting on the field. I didn't really know her. Like I knew her more as an acquaintance. I'd met her at a few football events, but I wouldn't even say at the time that we were friends. Right. And we were chatting and she was asking me a little bit about myself. And just at the end of our conversation, she looked at me and she said, do you want to do a triathlon with me? And so I don't know what happened with her or like what prompted her to ask me to do it. And I just said, sure, why not? Because in my head, I thought, well, I'm not working. I like to work out. I like to exercise, even though I hadn't been doing a ton of it. And I thought, sounds like a great challenge. And and what were her words? To do a triathlon or to do a half Ironman? To do a triathlon. Okay. She just said triathlon. I made the incorrect assumption that it was just going to be a local triathlon, you know, a simple short swim, the bike wouldn't, I don't even know the distances of a normal triathlon. This tells you what a rookie I am, you know, maybe a 10, 15 mile bike ride and a couple mm -hmm. mile run. I had no clue. And then I was kind of walking away from her and she said, oh, by the way, it's in Oregon in July. And I went, gosh, we're going to go all the way to Oregon for a triathlon. Okay. Well, everybody needs a summer vacation. That's so right. Why not? I'll go to Oregon. I've never been there. Let's go. And then she said, oh, and by the way, it's 70 miles. And at this point I was probably like 25 feet from her. And I went, I just kind of turned around and I thought it's 70 miles. And she went, yeah. And I said, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. And I left. And yeah. I don't remember if it was that night that I caught you in the parking lot or it was a week later or another football game where I thought, well, shoot, I really need to get it together and find somebody to help me with this. <laughs> um, and so the yeah. next day I just went online and Googled like 70 mile triathlon in Oregon. Cause I thought, what in the world could this be? And that's when I found out that it was a half Ironman. And so I thought there's no way in the world that she just asked me on a whim to go and do this. So right. I sent her a text and said, Hey, Jenny, were you like, were you for real last night? I mean, it was a Garces football game. Was Were you having some cocktails during the game? Or <laughs> that, like, that can happen there. I mean, guilty. I've right? done it myself. <laughs> yes. And so I said, were you really certain about this? And she goes, oh, absolutely, 100%. And I said, well, okay, then. I guess we're doing a half Ironman in Oregon. That's, 
yeah, that's, uh, I don't know how many times that story happens when people get into triathlon. No. So it's just, it was, I still don't know why she asked me. I think she just, she just kind of felt like she needed to ask me in that moment. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And I'm glad that she did. I'm glad. I'm so glad. And at that moment, you didn't even own a bike. No, no. Hadn't swam much. I had to go buy a swimsuit, goggles, a swim cap. Yeah. I had to go find a bike. I mean, I, I had to do, I didn't know where to start. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I I mean, I've, I am fully invested in this now. I mean, there's no turning back at this point, but that that is a big start. That is a big, you know, it's funny when, as you were describing that you mentioned, she said it's by the way, it's 70 miles Mm -hmm. and I never think of triathlons as a total mileage. 70.3. 70.3. Yeah. I never, like whenever I think of one, it's probably be more intimidating to think of them like that versus, I, I don't know. In my head, I just think of the separate components. Right. right? I have to bike this far. I have mm-hmm. to ride this far, you know, run this far. I never, even though for the longest time I had a 140.6 on my, you know, on way. my truck, but I still never thought of it like that. No, that's how I've thought about it. Um, just kind of since it started, I've never, and maybe this is really naive of me, but the, the cycling portion, I haven't really worried about. I've just, I'm kind of like, let's ride a bike. You do that as a kid all day long. Before I had my son, I did ride not a ton, but enough that like I had my bike and I could go out there for a while, but the swim and the run, like that part is like yeah. that's gotten in my head as far as the distance. But I'm funny because then once I'm out there, even when I'm just running now, like for workouts and practice, I don't want to know how many minutes in I am. I don't want to know how far I've gone. Like yeah. I'm just going to keep going till I get to the end and then I'm going to look and see what I did. And then see how it but all worked going out. Going into it, knowing I'm doing this, it's on my mind. But once I'm actually moving, I don't want to know about it. Yeah. So what? Once you said, okay, yeah, I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go to Oregon and rock this thing. What was the what made you nervous right off the bat? What was the thing that you're like, uh oh, how am I gonna do X? What was the was did that go through your head? The running. The running. The how running. Am I, how am I gonna run 13 miles? Yeah, I my mom is a huge runner. She's a fantastic runner. She my whole entire life. She has always run. She's enjoyed it. She would take my friends when we were little and I'd have friends stay the night. We'd get up in the morning and she'd put the Jane Fonda tapes on in the living room, you know, clear out the fort from the night before. She'd lead like us and our friends doing Jane Fonda. And she's like, come on, kids, let's go for a run. And so she was always a really great example. So after I had my son, I thought, got to lose some baby weight, need to do something. So my mom kind of got me started. She's like, hey, let's just do some 5Ks. They'll be easy. They'll be fun. And I was like, okay. And my body just never liked it. Like I just never felt comfortable or it would hurt. And then she did sign me up one time for the half marathon here in town. Mm -hmm. And we were maybe two miles in. My knee started hurting. And how long ago was that? Oh, this was years ago. Well, okay. My son is 16 and a half and this was, he was probably only a couple years old. So probably okay. like four, 13, 14 years. It's been a long yeah. time. Yeah. And so she's like, let's do this half. I'm like, fine. So a couple miles in, 
like my knee hurts. She's like, you're fine. I'm like, no, mm -mm. it hurts. There's something wrong. She was, by the time you're done, everything's going to hurt. Suck it up. But I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like she's just, she's a tough cookie. She's you hardcore. Know? She's hardcore. Absolutely. So I'm like, so we got about halfway through it and I'm like, I can't run it. Like, I just have to walk mom. Like it hurt. Yeah. Well, in the next six months, I'm getting like MRIs and x-rays and all this. Like I really hurt my knee. They never found anything. I think it was the shoes, but it was like just this super sharp pain. And mm -hmm. so after that, I just always decided like my body's not built for running. Like I just should never do it. So yeah. when this came up that, oh my gosh, now I've signed up for this half Ironman. I'm like, all of that is going through my head yeah. and what happened during this last half marathon. I'm like, what in the world have I done? Right. Like, why yeah. have I done this again? But I can say this, although there have been a couple minor injuries here lately, um, I've never ran better in my life or felt better when I'm running. So yeah, I don't know. Well, that's a great thing. So, so now, I don't know. and that was October, you decided to do it. Mm -hmm. Now here we are in January. Yes. You got some training under your, under your belt, long way to go, but you got a lot, you got a great base going now has, has your anxiety changed at all about anything or have you, all right, I got this run under control. What do you, where are you focused now when you think about the race? Still on the run. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not as nervous about any of any of it near as much as I was in October. Um, like the swimming, I'm getting more confident because that was like, if I had to pick an order of what had me the most nervous, I would say it was running, then swimming, and then the cycling. So the running I'm getting better at, I just feel like if I can keep from hurting myself and, so, and even like the swimming now, I'm like, okay, I think now I think it's manageable. Yeah. I think it's a manageable distance. I don't think I would like it if it was in the ocean. Since this one's in a river, I feel a lot more comfortable. Um, but I think, You're, I think, yeah. I, I think it's going to be okay. Oh, well, it's totally going to be okay. Yeah. 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 So let's, let's talk about your injury, not your current injuries, but you've had okay. back surgery. Correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's get into that. How, how long ago and why did you have to have it? Um, I had surgery July, 2020. So it's been a year and a half and they, um, I had had just to give you a little backstory. I don't know if you care, but I'll share anyway. Um, I had had back pain for years mm -hmm. and I never, I just thought it was kind of part of life. You know, like I've always worked yeah. out, always liked to exercise. And I always went pretty hard. Like I was at the gym at five o'clock every morning, lifting heavy weights. Um, yeah. I think like I was pretty proud of myself. Like one of my last workouts I did, um, when I, before I had, one of the last workouts I did, um, before I had to stop for a while, I deadlifted like 205 pounds and I was so proud of myself. Cause I'm like, That's I'm 40 something years old That's and impressive. I just picked up over 200 pounds. It might've <laughs> been like 203, but I was, yeah. I was feeling pretty good, you know? Right. Um, so I always kind of felt like when I had this nagging back pain, like I pushed myself really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, my husband liked to work out at night. So I'd go in the morning at five and I'd go at night with him and you know, I was doing stuff six days a week and I thought I'm just not resting. I worked in an office job, you know, just all the things that make you think like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, why does my back hurt? I was at the chiropractor all the time. And, um, after Ian died, I just completely stopped exercising and my 
back was like excruciating. And I just thought, why is my back hurting worse now? Like I'm not exercising. I'm not doing all this stuff. Like it should be feeling pretty good because I'm not stressing it out. Well, it's because I started getting weak. So mm-hmm. my body wasn't holding it together. So I guess. Your core started getting weak. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. what it was. So I <clears> guess <throat> I had like this disc that had pretty much just disintegrated and wasn't, it was partially herniated, but gone. I don't really know all the technical terms. I just know they went in through my side, took out the disc, put in, um, or what was left of it, put in a spacer, and then they put in four screws and screwed it all back together. So my back hasn't felt this good in probably 10 or 12 years. Yeah. And which is crazy. And that is crazy. And it's, <laughs> I mean, it's good that it feels good. But what, so how are you managing? to make sure it's feeling good throughout all your training. What's your protocol stretching or certain exercises? Yeah. How how are you approaching it? My surgeon, he actually, he's fantastic, but he's developed an app. It's called the back app and it has all like exercises that you should do daily. If you have back pain, whether it's upper back, lower back, neck pain. And his rule to me has always been once I could start physical therapy, he's like, you just have to do your back exercises. And so I reached out to him when this started because I thought the last thing I want to do is screw up my back surgery. Yeah. And I said, are you okay with this? Are you going to give me clearance? And he said, as long as you do your daily back exercises, you'll be fine. Other than that, so, there were no restrictions he told you. Like, do no, whatever you need to do. He, he told me <laughs> not long after my surgery, like once he kind of gave me clearance for stuff, he said, just don't go out and play tackle football. And so I just always assume that probably also meant no competitive gymnastics. So those two are kind of out for a while, but you know, yeah, (laughs) but no, he's been, he's like, nope, you can do whatever you want as long as you do your back exercises. That's excellent. And so what are those? Um, Well, the one that I do religiously, because I did ask him one time too, I said, if I really don't feel like doing these one day, what's the one thing I have to do? And it's, he calls them dead bugs where mm-hmm. you're on your back, you got your arms up, your legs up and basically alternating, gotcha. you know, one leg out with one arm back. So I do those weighted from anywhere from five to seven minutes a day. Uh-huh. Um, another one is like sit-ups, weighted sit-ups, you know, left, right, center, um, push-ups with your ball, with your feet on like a yoga ball. It's okay. like an inverted yeah. push-up. Those are the three those are kind of like my default three that I will always go to. You do those daily or almost? I do my dead bugs almost daily. I try and do like the sit-ups and push-ups at least three or four days a week. And then another one's like wall sits, um, like with the yoga ball behind you. Um, and then another one, is, it's like leg, like weighted leg extensions, but you use the yoga ball to balance on it. Yeah. Like you're kind of lean back so the ball's between your shoulder blades. So you have to really keep that core tight, balanced, and then do like a weighted leg extension. So yeah, it's some good stuff, but it works. That Well, it sounds like it because, you know, you say you're feeling better than ever with it. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that can get some tips out of that that are listening. Well, you know, he's so great. Many people with it's back a free pain. app. He's amazing. And he's helped. It's called the back app. You said. It, yeah, it's called the back app. And he's helped a ton of professional athletes. Um, yeah worldwide with their stuff. I'm like, Hey, these guys that get paid for sports. Like if they're trusting this guy, I think I'm going to listen to him also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So 
back to your training, mm-hmm. is there anything in it that has been unexpected? Like, oh, I thought, I thought the riding was going to be harder. I thought the swimming was going to be harder. Or is are there any nice surprises in there? Um, well, one huge, nice surprise has been all of your help in keeping me (laughs) on track. Like I, I just have to say that I really appreciate it. And I feel like sometimes all my text messages might get annoying, but thank you. That's all good. (laughs) Thank you for not blocking my number yet. Um, I think what's been, what was most unexpected for me is it made me realize I've never trained for anything in my life. I played softball in high school, but this was like in the early nineties, we were going out to have it and having a cigarette before practice. Like it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like it was right. high school sports weren't as serious then as they are now. We weren't playing sure. high school softball to get a college scholarship. You know, yeah. it was, it was very laid back. And so, especially I would say like that first month when it was okay, no, you're doing this today and this tomorrow. And these are the times or distances. Um, I think just like the mental, uh, mental strain, I guess of it to just like, you just have to get up and do it. There's no other way. Yeah. There was just like, I'm complicated answer to it. Sorry that your legs are tired or you might not feel like it, but this is what's on the calendar for today. So I think that was, probably the most unexpected part for me just and it was just i think the not knowing because it seems yeah that's a huge thing when you haven't done it before at all yeah it but it's also i think the part that i've enjoyed the most i like brand new well i like to be challenged Mm -hmm. i and i think that's probably like you asked right when we started like what made me do this and it was just a random question on the, the football field like somebody that asked me yeah but I think, you know, it would have been really easy the next day to call her and say, hey, you know what, Jenny, I'm not, I changed my mind. I'm not, not my doing thing. this. I'm out. But knowing me, like, and the more I think about it, like, I love a challenge. I love to see, mm-hmm. like, well, can I do this? I want to prove that, yeah, at my age, I can come out here and decide I'm going to do a half Ironman when I've never done anything close to it. And just that challenge of it and how good it makes you feel. Like, yeah. even on the days where I feel like I had a, horrible workout i still i just love how it makes you feel that you're accomplishing something right well my favorite thing that you said early on was i'm going to do a half iron man but i don't just want to finish it i want to do well in it Mm -hmm. and that changed my motivation to help you or how i help you actually i mean i was gonna would love to help you either way but knowing that you actually want to go fast for you yeah i mean i know that's that's inspiring and fun to coach. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't expect to finish in like the top of my age group. Cause I know there's a lot of professionals that come out. Like I get it. I mean, I think I have some realistic expectations, but I don't want to come in last in my age group. You know what I mean? Like right. I want to, yeah. I want to finish strong. I think the course time limit is eight hours and 30 minutes. I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't need, I don't want to be anywhere near that. And then, okay. So here's another fun thing to really, we got to really get this going here. I found out that Jenny that asked me to do this with her, she was a D one college athlete in track and cross country. And I'm like, this girl, like she might kick my butt on this run. And I'm like, so there's, so obviously she's competitive and I'm competitive. And I'm like, 
huh. I see what's going on here. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And, and she and I haven't had an opportunity to train together yet. Mm-hmm. But now, like, that's a little bit of a motivator too. So I'm like, okay, I got to do this because uh-huh. I was not a college athlete. I was the college partier. Right, right. So I got a show like, see, later in life, we can make it come back yeah, too. That's yeah. well, that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, you're, yeah, you're going to do just fine. It's, uh, and you know, it's, as you're going to find out, I think it's not complicated to train for a triathlon. And, you know, I think it gets, well, I don't think, I know it gets a lot more complicated when you're the at the pro level or the top of your age group, when you're trying to fine tune, when you're just trying to take little times off of everything because mm-hmm. it's going to add up. That's when it gets really complicated. But to go out and just an age grouper when you're having fun, of course you want to do good, but it's about just going out and doing it as strong as you can. It's well, pretty simple. You just, you know what you have to do? Swim, bike, and run. Yes. That's yes. what you have to do. I, I would love to say like a middle of the pack finish for like my age group. I think that way. And no injuries. Like if I can finish and like still walk to the car, like I, I think that that's successful. Well, yeah. You might not be able to walk the next day. You might not be able to walk to the car just because you're wiped out. Well, hopefully not an injury. Well, that would be different. Wiped out, just totally exhausted. I will take yeah. that. Yeah. But you know, I don't yeah. want to have to be carried off on a gurney because I damaged something, but I was too stubborn to quit when I could feel it happening. So. Yeah. Yeah, you'll look, you'll, I think you're going to enjoy swimming in a wetsuit too. You know, I know, and I bring that up because I saw your post yeah. where he jumped in the water. Tell me about that. What? Oh my gosh. Well, how'd that feel? It was cold. Mm-hmm. It was cold. Um, so I can remember as a kid, my parents at one point, we went and got, all got wetsuits. I don't know why, because I don't remember ever wearing them for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so when this came up, and I didn't realize how many rules there were to these Ironman competitions. Um, and even like you can only wear a wetsuit if the water is, you know, below above this us. temperature. Yeah. But if it's, you know, if it's not above this temperature, you have to wear a wetsuit. Like there's a lot to it. So mm-hmm. you told me to get the Orca mm-hmm. wetsuit or you recommended it. So I'm like, hey, you know what you're doing. So that's definitely what I'm going to go with because I don't know one from another. and. I've had it at my house for a couple months now. I think it came in in November and it's just been staring at me in my closet. And I'm like, at some point I'm going to have to put that on and I can't swim in it because the pool's heated at the aquatic center. My pool's not big enough to swim laps, but I thought I'm going to have to figure this out at some point before Oregon. So I decided today I was just going to put it on and jump in my pool Mm -hmm. And I do have some questions about like, A, like the best way to get these things back off, because that was hard. But I checked the water temperature in my pool before I jumped in, because I have just have one of those like infrared, like yeah. thermometers, yeah. snazzy little gadget. It was 52 degrees. And I thought, okay, this isn't going to be bad. That's cold water. It was cold. 52 is cold. Uh-huh. And I just like jumped right in all the mm-hmm. way under, head submerged. And because my hands and feet and head all got wet, like I really felt it. I was Uh like, holy smokes, I cannot do an ice bath. Like (laughs) get me out of here. I know I have a wetsuit on, but it was kind of fun because I like I could start to feel the water seep in a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm out of the pool because I don't want to be cold all over again. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it made, I guess, for 
some good cheap entertainment on Instagram for a hot second. But. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. No, the, so the good thing about an Ironman race is they have people that help you take it off. Or I Do know they, they did really? pre-COVID. I I don't know if they have it. Well, by July, it's in July. I'm mm-hmm. assuming by then we'll be through some of this stuff. Fingers crossed. I hope. I hope. But yeah, it, they. Uh, I think I had two people help me get out of mine both times. Okay. So you lay down, you take it off your upper body. Mm-hmm. You lay down on the ground and they yank it off your legs. Okay, that's good to, to know. Yeah. Because I thought, you know. So I mean, you're out of it very fast. Okay. Now, I okay, here's my other question though. Mm-hmm. So the long thing that attaches to the zipper. Yeah. So you can, you know, zip it up. Is that supposed to tuck inside or is that just flopping along in the water as you swim? Like, you should, what do you do with I that? I have to look at your model, but it should have a place where it attaches so it holds it in place. Oh. Okay, I'll have to check I'll that look out. Because I thought I remember reading something. Because I've read a lot of articles on you know tips for a successful half Ironman or things if you've never done one before. And one of the things that surprised me that I never would have thought about was they talk about like when you're swimming to put your goggles under your swim cap mm-hmm. so that somebody doesn't knock them off your head. Correct. So I had read this article and I saw that and I thought, okay, that makes sense. So then when I'm in the wetsuit. And I have this long thing on the zipper. I'm like, if my swim goggles aren't supposed to be on the outside of my swim cap, I know this isn't supposed to be flapping around in the water, but yeah, I don't really know what to do with it. I've always swam with mine on the outside of my cap. Only yeah. Well, I probably because I don't too, feel but... comfortable with them the other way. That's the only reason. No mm-hmm. other reason than that. But it yeah. is smart because they can get knocked off. Is but that I've weird? never had them knocked Can off. Can I ask you? I'm gonna ask you a question now. We're gonna turn uh-huh. the tables. I've seen videos where people look like sardines or like, you yeah. know, like carp in the lake when you go to feed them and they're just yep. swimming on top of each other. Uh-huh. Does it really get like that? Yes. Do you feel like you're going to drown? No, that's my favorite part of the race. But oh my gosh, some okay. people freak out at that. They, uh, I don't know about your, more and more races now are wave starts. Mm-hmm. So there's fewer people going off at once. Okay. Um, I think there's still, I have to look, I think there's still mass starts in some places, but I don't know if, I really don't know if all the races are now wave starts or not. So you go off in groups, so mm-hmm. you don't have that. Yeah, I won't be in group one. I'm okay Because when that. you're, you know, when there's 1,700 people or 1,300 people in the water, it's a lot That's of. a lot. Yeah. So yes, that does happen. Mm-hmm. And then it'll, it'll probably happen anyway, even on wave starts, but not at that level, not where it's just mass where you can never find free water to swim in. Okay. You no, know, because that can take a while sometimes where you're finally where people start separating and now you got your your free water to swim in. But even though I enjoy the physical contact part, once once I get that enjoyment over with, I'm like, all right, I want my free water now. Yeah, give me you some know. space. Yeah. But it sometimes but I also, you know, I like to I shouldn't do this. I'm not recommending anybody do it, but this is what I do because it's easier for me or mm-hmm. just I trust the person that I'm drafting on to I hope they're navigating right. So I, I navigate a lot less frequently than mm-hmm. most racers just because I'm like, hey, I'm going to be on this guy's. Just going to watch the swimmer in front of you. Yeah. I could see his feet in front of me and. I hope you're swimming straight because if you're not, neither one of us are. Of course, I still check. Of course, I still navigate, but I just have a little more faith and I'm going to follow this guy for a while. Well, that's one way to do it. Mine's downstream in a river. If I can't figure out the right direction to go, I'm in a lot of trouble. (laughs) And you'll have banks too. 
Yeah, yes. And plus, yeah, most of the, you know, I've only done a few ocean swims where you don't have a bank or something to navigate with. But if you're river swimming, you know, or okay. lake swimming, you usually have a bank. It's easy to navigate. But yeah, the, yeah, so we'll, I'll check out your wetsuit, you know, okay. obviously yeah, let before me know the how race. To put that back together. But uh, yeah, because I've had mine pulled, the zipper, where. While you were swimming? Races. Yeah, they didn't pull it on, or I don't think they did. Did it come undone? Yeah, it was open all the way down to my waist. I mean, he he or she, whoever did, pulled it all the way down. Oh and I didn't feel it happen. What I felt was I thought my wetsuit had ripped because I could feel it filling it. the water. Like it was a parachute. I would say, yeah, that added some drag. And it so probably wasn't your best swim. I thought, I thought, well, my solution is I'm just going to swim it without a wetsuit. I'll take it off. I'll strip out of it mm-hmm. and finish the swim without it. But then somehow I felt the strap hit my, I, I don't know. I figured out that, oh my gosh, my zipper is down. So I, you know, just pulled it back up and off we went. Oh my goodness. So things like that's that, crazy. things like that happen during a race. And, but that's the fun part is trying to figure out the solution. Well, I, I, the part that I'm worried about where I might have to find a solution. And I know that I'm going to say we, since you're helping me, we have time to our bike problems. Because yeah. I don't know anything about fixing anything on my bike. Right. Yeah, we'll go through that. We'll get that all that figured out before race day. Because that's what has Cause... me nervous about taking my bike out just on my own, like just to go out on the road and ride. I'm like, if something happens, I don't know what to do. And I don't want to be in the middle of nowhere on the side of the road. Be like, hi, yeah. Hi, mom. Can you come pick me up, please? That has always been my biggest fear at a race. Not a flat, fix a flat, but mm-hmm. something that you can't fix and have that ruin your day. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh. That would be, okay, that I'm going to ask me. you another question. Is uh-huh. that okay? Ask right. away. Um, why did they, and this is one, another thing that I learned just by reading some of the rules. How come they don't allow drafting anymore in the cycling part? I shouldn't draft off people because I'd probably knock mm-hmm. them over. But that seems like it's kind of a controversial because it's not a team sport change. it's individual but well you, on your own effort so that's why they changed it how long ago did well, they change that rule i don't know if it role? was ever i don't remember it ever being because there's, the other way. i mean as long as i've ever raced it's no drafting and you've done this for quite a, a while time. yeah you said 2011 yeah that was my first race i mean first full race but i've been yeah triathlon for a long time yeah, I don't ever remember being able to. Because I guess there's... I mean, some of the local races, they don't care, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, any any big race, I've never... I just want to make sure I keep up on some of the rules because I've noticed a lot of penalty, like minutes and you know what? disqualification they're, stuff. They're not really worried about the age grouper that's out there. That's more just, for the pros? Okay. Yeah, and the top of the age, you know, the elites. Right. You know, the... Maybe in my second year I'll be in. I mean, I, they're gonna they're gonna get on you. Well, first of all, the athlete you're drafting off of that person won't be happy, so that they'll stop you. <laughs> <laughs> so that that'll take care of that. But yeah, and honestly, yeah, a few races I've done. The course is so there's so many people on it. It's hard not to draft. Okay. It's uh, I mean that's not really accurate. Not hard. Not but you're constantly passing somebody or being passed and you're always in a position where okay i got to get out of this situation because i am too close but you pass that person pretty soon you cut somebody else 
And then you'll get in a situation sometimes where, okay, now I am no longer riding in the zone I want to be riding in. Like, okay, I want to ride with my heart rate at 140 mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever you're choosing, whatever metric you're choosing to keep your body in. Right. Sometimes I'll catch myself, like I'm out of that zone or I'm below it because, all right, I have to slow it. There's too many people ahead of me. I can't hit the gas for that long to get around that many people. So I'm going to slow down a little bit. But then at some point you make a decision, okay, I'm going to get around them. And as long as you're past, as long as you're actually going around them, nobody cares. And nobody like cares. I say, I was never that fast. So nobody's going to penalize me and be silly. I mean, yeah. The guy's going to finish forever just, back. It doesn't matter. I just was, I, I just didn't know how strict they were, I guess, with some of these rules. Cause I'm like, yeah. if I'm doing it, it's not going to be intentional where I'm going, Ooh, I'm going to really gain some time here by drafting. It would just be like, Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be here. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, I feel like not it gonna, would be more of that, but they're not going to do anything. I mean, like I say, unless you park it behind them for a long time, like, Oh, yeah. I'm just going to sit back here. And as I said, the athlete ahead of you will no. Take care of that. No plans on that. If I just finish, I, I just, I want to finish. I want to finish well. You are going to. You're going to, as long as we keep you injury free, you're going to have a great race. Yep. We're going to do that. I'm working on it really hard. Yeah, for sure. And man, thank you for coming on. My gosh. Thank you it's for having me. It's been a blast me. talking about it. Learn it some has stuff. been fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Well, maybe we'll do a follow up some other, or you, you know, just like a little snippet. Oh, definitely. After your race, we'll have mm-hmm. you back on and talk about See how, it, how went. it turned out. Yeah, no See doubt. I survived. For Might sure. have some really good stories then. Heck yeah, Heck yeah. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me. All right. This was fun. Yeah.